Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. This episode is about perspective. You will see a lot of the episodes are about perspective. As we raise our perspective, we move into lighter, easier, more fluid, and faster densities. When you're holding on to a limited perspective, you're holding on to a lower density. Your limiting beliefs contribute to that lower density. It's actually like ballast on a hot air balloon, as Joshua will, will explain. So really, there's two perspectives. One perspective is imperfection. This is the perspective that we all believe is true, given the illusion of separation and individuality and forgetting who we are. But actually, everything is perfect. And if you could hold on to that perspective of perfection, well, that'd be a very high perspective and allow you to move more easily into the higher, lighter, faster densities. So how do you see perfection? Well, it's the practice. You sort of have to look for it and have to acknowledge it. You have to understand that when something seems wrong, it's just from a perspective that's not accurate, and that's why we feel negative emotion. Our inner self is always holding on to the higher perspective of perfection. So if you want to feel better, as Joshua talks about in this episode, start thinking more about perfection and less about imperfection, especially when it comes to yourself. Before we begin, we are having a mass meditation it's called the Light of One Meditation. Christy recorded it yesterday, and we're putting it together with music and everything, and it should be ready to be released soon. If you would like a copy of that, we'll send it to you. Just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. On September 9th at noon Eastern time, we're going to do a group meditation together with people all over the world. We've been guided to do this. And it's a very interesting story. If you want to get on the Zoom call with us, just send that email and we'll put you on a list and then send out the invite to everyone who's subscribed. Also, we have a new foundations and basic training and a new boot camp coming up in just a few weeks. We're getting that all together now. If you'd like more information, send me an email and I will send you all the information or you can go to the website and check it out there. It's going to start probably around the middle to end of September. And this will be the one boot camp that we do for all the new people. Once you're in the boot camp or once you're in any of our courses, you're in for life. So you can take them over again for free. But to get into the boot camp, there's only two opportunities. One is in the spring and one is in the fall. And we're also having our fall retreat October 19th to the 23rd. We have a couple spots left on that. So uh, send, me some, uh, send me your email address and I'll send you the flyer on that as well. Okay, please like, subscribe, leave a review, do all that wonderful stuff. We really appreciate you and get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi. We want to talk to you about a little subject that we call perfection. This whole universe is perfect. You look at the sky, look at the stars. Look at how they're all behaving perfectly together. They're doing exactly what they intend to do. There is no wrong anywhere in that universe. There's no wrong anywhere in your reality. There's nothing wrong with you. Everything's right. Everything's perfect. And you are perfect. This idea of imperfection is a myth. And it's designed to help you improve. You think that once you improve, once you improve your conditions, once you are able to control things even better, that things outside of you will improve. But of course, it does not work that way. The only thing that matters is your perspective. So your perspective could be imperfection. 
And if your perspective was imperfection, that would translate into a vibration. That vibration would be emitted from you out into the universe, and you would receive a reality that reflects that opinion of imperfection. And much of what you are experiencing is imperfection. You experience imperfection in your relationships, in your finances, in your career, in your day-to-day reality. But what if you change that opinion to perfection? What if you looked for perfection in everything you do and everywhere you go? What if you were amazed by the perfection that exists today in your life in this moment? What if you looked at your past and saw experiences that were absolutely perfect for you? What if you turned around the experiences that you thought were imperfect and you saw them from a new light as perfect? What if you were able to hold the perspective of perfection for just a little bit? Well, that would translate into a new vibration. That vibration would be perfectly aligned with who you are and how this reality works. And you would get a reflection back of that perfection. And you ask Joshua, are you just saying to hope and wish and pray that there's perfection out there and play along with it and make believe it's true? And we say, well, sure, if that works for you, that's fine. But if you could actually really see the perfection in everything, because it is there, it's just a new way of perceiving your reality, well, you would get practiced and better and improve at this idea of perfection. And it would be obvious to you. Certain things would be very clear that they're perfect. And then if you were to reformat how you looked at everything and how you defined things, you could define them as perfect for you or as perfect for the person who's going through that experience. There is no imperfection anywhere in this reality. It's all perfect, all perfectly designed by you for you. You are a perfect creator. You are love, and love is perfection. To imagine imperfection is to have context and to move through experiences and to sift and sort and to struggle and effort and to try to change things. But we know that all of you have tried that approach enough by now and that there's no need to continue that approach to life. The approach to life that will surprise and delight you and bring on the unimaginable will be this idea that there is perfection everywhere, and all you have to do is endeavor to see it. If you can endeavor to see perfection after perfection after perfection in every moment of your life, you'll attract more perfection. You'll see it clearer. This will affect your overall perspective that perspective will shift higher. You will perceive yourself as more perfect. And you will perceive yourself as a more perfect observer, engager, and experiencer of your reality. It doesn't matter the approach that you want to choose to go through this life. But what does matter is how accurately you're perceiving your reality. If you're perceiving your reality accurately, you'll feel good. You've asked to feel good. This is why you're here now, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date. You've asked to feel good. Joshua, how do we feel good? You feel good by seeing reality accurately. Your reality is perfect. You may not be happy with it right now because you're on your way to something extraordinary. And to get there, you'll have to be notified of your belief system. And possibly there'll be a manifestation event or two in your reality. But those manifestation events come only because you're perceiving your reality incorrectly or inaccurately. If you sought perfection, well, you'd be agreeing with your inner self. 
because your inner self knows perfection. Your inner self cannot know imperfection. Since there is no imperfection, how in the universe could your inner self perceive imperfection? It would not be possible. You perceive it because you are right smack dab in the middle of it. You are living in duality. You are saying some things are good and bad, some things are right and wrong, some things are more or less, some things are better or worse. But in actuality, in a perfect universe such as this, everything is neutral. Everything is working out perfectly for you based on the intentions you set prior to your birth. If you gave up and surrendered and went with the flow of your life, looking for that perfection, you would see it around every turn. It would become obvious to you. This reality is nothing more than a perception of reality. How you choose to perceive it is up to you. If you choose to feel better, you'll choose to see more perfection. If you want to pretend that you're a victim, you're welcome to do that, but it just won't feel good because your inner self will never go along with you. Your inner self will always be showing you perfection. And if you disagree, you will receive guidance in the form of negative emotion. Now, you very much want to know where you are seeing imperfection because all of you, every single one of you chose to come here with a highly developed emotional guidance system. You were not going to follow the old dogma of wrong or bad or imperfect. You wanted to know when you were viewing your reality inaccurately. And so you chose to come with a certain level of intellect and a very highly developed emotional guidance system. You feel things deeply. This is a feeling reality. The only thing that ever matters is how you feel. If you're not feeling good, well, there's only one cause of that. It's a belief system that causes you to perceive imperfection. But you're in complete control of that belief system. You know now how to realize when you're having a manifestation event, how to find that limiting belief, how to soften the limiting belief, how to appreciate those who are showing you these limiting beliefs that you've imposed upon yourself, how to think in a new way, and then how to shift that perspective upwards. You are the creator of your reality. You are completely responsible for the reality that you're experiencing. No one else can create in your reality, nor can you create in their reality. Sure, they can influence you, but of course, that's your decision, your choice. You can allow them to influence you, or you can see it your own way. You are not making it up. You are not being Pollyanna. You are looking at the truth. There are lots of teachers teaching you the truth. And there are lots of people who are perceiving themselves as victim, who want you to go along with them because they feel there might be some strength in numbers. If they can just get a bunch of you to control things, then suddenly everything would be all right. Well, since it's your own reality, that cannot work. There is no control that's not based in fear. That fear is the illusion of separation. When you realize that you're all one, you will not feel that separation, and you will notice the perfection in everything and everyone. So hold on to the truth of this reality, and that truth is perfection. Your inner self is guiding you every way. You can let go of these limitations that are all self-imposed in the form of your belief system, and you can soften the limiting beliefs and move through experiences when inspired to connect more. As you connect more, the oneness 
that is the basis of this reality and all realities will be so obvious to you. And that feeling, that feeling of connection will always feel good. The feeling of separation will always feel off. It'll never feel right. No matter how much you try to separate yourself, you will always have that lonely, sinking, uneasy feeling that you're perceiving reality incorrectly. And so we ask you to join together to stand for a new truth, and that truth is oneness, love, and perfection. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Caroline. Hi, Joshua. So I feel curious and some confusion about kind of what we're up to here. I think I'm just getting, I'm having a little conflict of information on the inside. A lot of the concepts that you share with us are talking about raising our perspective and mirror that of the non-physical, of what I understand of the perspective of the non-physical. So everyone is one and there's no separation. And also I hear you sharing often that like we would we wouldn't want to have the perspective of the non-physical. Part of what makes this fun is the idea that we are separate. And so as we continue to raise our perspective and I often imagine the unimaginable just for fun, not because I want to get there, not because it's my desire, but because I have I have this open mind that's just very curious. So as I imagine the unimaginable, like here we are with the perspective of the non-physical in the physical, I think I just get to this place of maybe like a glass ceiling. Like, well, if we continue to raise our perspective, which feels really good, then will, the collective will, right? The one, I think I'm answering my own question because if we wouldn't, we wouldn't know, we wouldn't know it's, it's unimaginable. So we would have this physical experience, but it would be the physical and the non-physical together. It is unimaginable. Yeah. It is a perfect question. It is an extremely leading edge question. It is one of the most interesting and exciting topics that we are thrilled to discuss because it is unknown and unknowable. There is so much going on in your reality now that has never happened before. Because of the massive shift in ideology and a way of thinking and the freedom to think and choose to discuss whatever you want, the freedom of communication, the free flow of ideas, You are moving as a collective into a new density that has never existed before. Those of you here on this call now, and those of you listening at a later date, you are in that contingency that is moving towards the unimaginable. It is the new. So let's imagine that humanity has existed for thousands of years, basically in fear at lower densities receiving urges to change the conditions and feeling like a victim, feeling like victims altogether. The mass consciousness was one of victimhood. There was no possibility for change or growth or expansion in love. There was a lot of expansion in fear and suffering and discontentment and discouragement and dissatisfaction. Those of you now who are on the leading edge of the leading edge of thought are beginning to have unimaginable experiences. 
These experiences never happened on the earth plane before, and no human has ever experienced this, nor has any other entity in the universe, because this reality in earth is unique, the uniqueness of forgetting who you are and the illusion of separation. All other civilizations are much more connected, and there's no feeling of disconnection. There's also not really a lot of feeling in general. This is a feeling reality. In the other dimensions, no matter what the density is, they're creating out of a congruency of thought and frequency. Here, you are each creating, you could say individually, but it's not really true, but you're creating in either fear or love. If you can imagine the millennia of creations in fear, it's repetitious, a lot of the same. Of course, the experience and the perspective is unique, but it's somewhat of the same thing. As you as a collective are moving towards higher levels of vibration, you're creating with feeling in love. These experiences have never been experienced by anyone or anything ever before. We get to watch all that, and it is thrilling. You are doing things that no other life has ever done before at the forefront of creation. You could look at the creations of mankind over the last thousands of years and see wonderful creations, wonderful philosophies, wonderful technology, wonderful inventions, but they all fall along a theme of how do we make it better? This is the experience of most humanity. Duality, better or worse, control, fear, protection, thinking of themselves as individuals. As you're moving into this sense of oneness at the upper edges of the third density and the lower edges of the fourth density, those of you who are breaking free from the rules are creating that which is brand new. You are creating in desire. And you're creating actual experiences. It's fascinating. And what will come of this? It is unknowable and unknown. But one thing we do know is that as you rise in perspective, closer and closer, but never ever getting anywhere near your inner self who exists in the non-physical, but closer as a physical being, then you're having experiences where the rules of this game do not apply to you at all. Science does not work like you think it works. Light, information, feeling, creation, vibration. These are all rules set up by those in fear. Those outside of the rules of fear are creating brand new experiences. We promise you, nothing works the way you think it works. Anything you do in control or judgment is going to be at a lower vibration. Anything you do that rises above that vibration in love and acceptance and oneness and surrender and trust and faith and compassion and unity and curiosity and courage all leads to experiences that we cannot predict, nor can you. But we know one thing for sure, since they're in the higher densities at the higher vibration, they're spectacularly thrilling in every way. There's nothing to fear by this at all. You are absolutely protected. And as you rise out of those lower densities, 
as you push past your irrational fear, as you gain confidence in acting on inspiration, you're being led for you perfectly, for you as an individual, for you based in your pre-birth intentions, and for you as a collective with all of those who are with you. The key to all of it is perspective. What is your perspective in the non-physical? You are a magnificent, eternal, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance, connected to all that is, sourced from source, creator of reality, equal to all. Having your own experience in the non-physical, having your own experience, putting a piece of you into this reality to expand. To expand where? More knowing, more connection, more understanding, more information, more vibrancy, more power and wisdom. But the non-physical is not better. It's not worse. It's just as perfect as everything else. In the non-physical, there's no illusion of separation. Does it mean you can't or don't separate yourself or don't identify yourself? But there's no illusion. This is the hard thing to grasp. In physical reality, in this earth reality, you are absolutely sure that you're separate from everyone else. To get along in this reality, you want to promote yourself in some way. I am good, I am nice, I am funny, I am witty, I am intelligent, blah, 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 whatever it is. You do that to stand out or to get something or control something. Make sure that there's a reason for people to love you. Non-physical, this is not a thing because you don't need... Anything from outside of you, because nothing exists outside of you. Well, nothing exists outside of you here either. Nothing exists outside of you. Everything is from within, creating a reflection back that you interpret. You interpret as good or bad, right or wrong, more or less, better or worse. It's all based in your interpretation of your vibration. That vibration inherently could be lower, could be higher, but means nothing. You can have the lowest vibration in the world and interpret it as perfect because your inner self does. Therefore, you could. It's more difficult because it seems more real. As you raise through the densities, higher and higher and higher and higher, fear becomes less tangible. Oneness becomes more possible. Information comes easier. Things happen faster. Limitations cannot be held very easily in the higher densities. You can't go around judging things and wishing things and hoping for things and pretending you're a victim in the higher densities. It will not work because you'll be smacked in the face with manifestation events at every step. Since you're highly emotionally sensitive, it will not feel good to you. So you'll have to shed that which is not authentic. Authenticity lies with who you are in the non-physical. Imagine that. No illusion of separation. No illusion of victimhood. No illusion of individuality. And no forgetting of who you truly are. From your non-physical position, at the greatest, most expansive point in your evolution, you chose to come and live this life on Earth at this time. If you're here now, you're a superstar in the universe. Now, a superstar on Earth is something different than a superstar in the non-physical. 
a superstar on earth is better than everyone else. A superstar in the non-physical is the leading edge of what is possible, doing it for all else, for all of it. You're here expanding for source. In the process of this, you expand yourself, but you are not separate from source. So the non-physical you expands, expands every other entity in the non-physical and source itself. You do it for source. Here, you can choose to believe that, or you can choose to do it for you or do it for someone else or whatever you want to do, but you're doing it for source. So if you think of yourself as doing it for source in service of source, which is you and everyone else, especially the rest of humanity, then you're just doing it for you. In that, there's nothing to fear because you're indestructible. You're all powerful. And so why not? Why not act on inspiration that is absolutely counter to your identity? I would never wear that. I would never do that. I would never be like that. Try it. See what happens. Change it up. Take a new route. Wear a new outfit. Be silly. The rules do not apply to you. Do whatever you're inspired to do. If you think that you have to look both ways to cross the street, you're assuming that, one, you don't have any awareness. Two, other people are independent of you, and they're just going to run you right over. And three, you're not being guided in every second, or that you could possibly die before you have chosen to. Everything is here for you, and all of you, and all of you, and all of you. The time for protecting yourself, well, that was possibly necessary in the lower densities. But as you've elevated in your perspective, you're going to say that there is no reason to protect yourself from anything. That's just limiting. You're a limitless being. You want to know when you're limiting yourself. You want to push past the irrational fear that asks you to be careful. And you want to really live this life because this life is about the expansion of perspective. That expansion of perspective happens when you are perceiving perfection, not imperfection. Imperfection, you're going to have to fix things, control yourself, get better, control others. In perfection, you just live in perfection as if it was perfect, as if you're perfect, as if everything is unfolding perfectly. In that, your perspective shifts upwards. To believe that you're perfect as you are, that you always were perfect, that you've always had the perfect experience, and that you'll always be perfect, and that this life that you created for yourself couldn't be any better because it's perfect, while well, your perspective is up there. That's leading you out of the illusion of separation and into the truth of oneness and connection. When you act, as if things are perfect, you will find yourself connecting and leaning in, serving. When you act as a victim, you will find yourself disconnecting, pulling back, and suffering. It's a simple premise. Feeling good in this reality happens because you're raising your perspective and you're seeing yourself as more 
as more like your inner self, as more like source itself. Would source need to protect itself in this reality? Of course not. Would source need to improve? Would source need to protect itself from those who might say you're not doing it right? Would source need to try harder? Would source need to effort and struggle? Would source be anything other than fully abundant and free? Of course not. When you see yourself as magnificent, not better, you're just realizing the truth of everyone. You're all magnificent. So realize it for yourself, realize it for them, raise your perspective, and then you're going to get inspiration, decisions, choices, actions, all based in the truth of who you are at a high level. Sure, there'll be residual limiting beliefs. The main one, that you're not the creator of your reality. That's here as context. It's like a little rubber band holding you on. How far can you stretch that rubber band without worrying it's going to snap? Stretch it. See what happens. Let yourself get a manifestation event. That's great. You want to know when you're perceiving reality inaccurately. It's a perfect system, perfectly designed for you. Sure. It's unknown what is going to happen, what can be created in love. Unimaginable experiences are unimaginable for a reason. No one knows. But we have enough experience to know that as you shift your perspective upwards, as you raise yourself out of the lower densities into the upper densities that are available for you, you bring everyone with you. But you get to do it first. They're not going to believe you. You're not going to be able to tell many people about what's happening. But you don't need to. Because you'll have a very strong vibration and you'll attract those who are interested in the same things you are. Now, of course, if you have a residual limiting belief, you're going to face a few people who are resisting what you're doing and what you're saying and what you're talking about, what you believe. That's okay. It's just a reflection, just allowing you to move and shake and change things up in your belief system, modify that, soften them, do your work, feel appreciation and gratitude, and then keep on going. Keep on going. Every time you receive inspiration, act on that inspiration without fear or needing to protect yourself, you're going to gain confidence and information. That information is going to lead you to experiences that fill in holes in your limiting beliefs. You will alchemize those limiting beliefs and it will no longer exist in your reality. New ones will, always. You'll never, ever, ever end this exciting game, but you will Move the planet and yourself to vibrations that have not been experienced before. And you will help everyone else who is on that same path as you. Someone's going to blaze the trail. You've come to do that. That's why you're here now. That's why you're asking these wonderful questions. And that's why you've asked us to come to guide you with language, with illustrations, with illumination, and with words that will maybe softer for you, but words don't teach. Your experience teaches. When you receive inspiration and you act on that inspiration, you're going to have an experience and that experience is going to have information. If you see the experience is perfect, whether it's a manifestation event that you say is bad or good, you're going to get information. 
if you see this wrong and bad, like so many do, because they don't, they're not aware of this process, they're not going to get the information. They're going to hold on tightly to their limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs are going to strengthen and grow roots and get thick for all of you to move where you want to go to the unimaginable life that you've all intended. You're going to have to be okay with seeing your limiting beliefs, with softening this identity, with not being who you think you have to be in order to get what you think you lack. You lack nothing. You cannot improve. You're perfect as you are. And everything's flowing to you. But you're just not in the vibration of that yet because you're focused over here to the left when everything you want is over here to the right. That's okay. But when you start looking around, you'll start seeing it and you'll get on a roll and it'll happen faster and you'll gain momentum. And the momentum will keep on increasing as long as you can handle the speed. Gary remembers the time when he first got his car and he was driving on the freeway and 55 miles an hour seemed like a fast speed. He couldn't go much faster than that until he got used to it. Then he could go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. You're going to get used to going faster. It's going to be a little scary, but there's nothing to be afraid of because none of that is a match for the power that you are and all of you are. Wonderful question. Emma. Hi, Joshua. I'm just really playing with this idea of breaking free of the rules. Of rules of this, I am not applying to you. How does it go when there's other people around you that have got the rules and you're sort of moving out of the rules? Does that mean you need to help other people change those rules? I'm kind of thinking of... um you know, the people on my team that I work with, if I'm sort of saying, oh, actually, I'm, you know, not going to have, you know, set meetings or be much more fluid with things, does that then mean that I have everyone being more fluid with things and tell everyone, you know, working hours are out the window type of thing? You believe that it's possible to control others in any way, shape or form? No, but... We feel a little hint of a... <laughs> wobble in your vibration around this idea so yes yeah. you're the leader you're the leader of a company you have subordinates or employees or whatever you want to call them you have given them roles in the past you have co-created this business and you've come from a what you might think is a relatively similar perspective within that confines of that industry but you're moving up on your perspective. And you have some idea that there is some limitation. Okay, maybe not in you. Maybe you're able to move up in perspective. But what about all the others? Here's the perspective. You're the creator of your reality. Every single other person in your reality is here to serve you to do whatever you want to do. Literally, you're in the leading edge of thought. The only reason they're attracted to you is because you're on the leading edge of thought. They don't know it yet. And they are going to reflect back to you every 
high perspective idea you have and every wobble you have, every limiting belief you have. Get out of the way of thinking it's about anyone else. They are here to serve you literally on their knees in worship of you. Now, from their perspective, this is not what's actually happening, but it doesn't matter. From their perspective, they may think they're more elevated you, smarter than you, faster, more creative, more interesting. They may have certain abilities that they think top yours, but we are telling you they do not. They are all there to give you what you need to break out of the rules. There are no mavericks who follow the rules, who get in the back of the line. You are leading the way. And you have access to so many guides and supporters, your inner self, who will tell you exactly what the next step is. But you're holding onto the rules. You have the inspiration. I can't do that. That's not what is commonly perceived. My clients won't abide by that. They're never going to get that. Yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe the new ones do, though. You see, it's a vibration. So your employees are attracted to the vibration that you had when you met them. They've come along with you to a degree as you've raised your perspective. But now you have a new vibration. You have a new vibration to attract new staff, new partners, new customers. But if you're holding on to the imperfection of this new idea because it's too radical, well, you're going to be in a bit of fear and you're going to have to figure that out ahead of time. You can go along with a very slow growth strategy, if you like. There's going to be inner conflict in that because you are designed to sprint. You are a thoroughbred. You're, all of you are here to think in a new way. Some in business, some in relationships, some in happiness, some in finances, some in health, some in eating, some in healing, all kinds of different possibilities. And you're all specifically designed for your unique experience of this reality. If you find yourself in business with the ability to chart a new course that's radical, you're going to be frustrated by playing it small, extremely frustrated. So you have to think about what do you fear? We promise you what you fear is all attached to the identity. Your case, very similar to Gary, successful, smart, doer, shaker. Look at Emma. She's got this and this and this on her resume. All designed so that others can trust you. Trust you to be their friend, trust you to be their boss, trust you to be their provider of whatever service you want to provide. You got into that mindset. That was the rules of the game. Build this trust. In order to build this trust, you have to have this impeccable identity. But that identity is so limiting. If you look at the Mavericks out there, the Mavericks do not care what people think. The Mavericks know what they know. And they realize that no one else knows what they know. They don't mind if people are complaining or critical because they realize 
from their limited perspective who do not know what you know, there's no way for them to know what you know. You come out with a new product or a new device, new technology, most people will not be a match to it. There are things called early adopters. What are those people? Those people are more in the vibration of what you're offering. And they are attracted because it's exciting what you offer when you offer something new. Now, here's the rub. Just about every invention, every service, every business is some improvement on something, some solution to some problem that there's always been another solution. So the railroad was a solution to a horse and buggy. The car was a solution to just a horse. The airplane was a solution to the train. All of these things were the same thing being created just a little bit faster, a little bit better. You don't want to create just a little bit more. You want to revolutionize something, create something brand new. So if you're in the business to fix problems, well, the only way to do that is to get everyone else the vibration of the solution. How are you going to do that? Is there a way to do that? Well, sure. You'd have to start by saying there's no problem. Yourself. And then you'll be guided to answers and ways of communicating that solution. Look at us. We didn't come here and say, some things are right. We said, everything is right. That was the first things we've ever written. Everything is right. No one's ever written that before. We are not asking you to gradually come up in perspective. We're asking you to radically shift your perspective. A radical change in your approach to life. Not a minor change in your approach to life. Not baby steps. Radical. Radical. We're not asking you to perceive yourself a little bit less of a victim, but as the opposite of a victim, the creator of your reality. Will it take you a while to get there? Some it will, some it won't. But you're all moving along spectacularly. The evidence is that you all here and you listening at a later date have among the highest perspectives on the planet now, not even compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago. You're at the leading edge of the leading edge of perspective. And this is a radically impressive elevation to your vibration. But it's not like you think it is. When Gary was thinking about this vibration thing and this law of attraction, he says, I'm going to vibrate high to get specifically what I think I lack. He just didn't know any better. It's just a common belief. I'm going to use this to control more. I'm going to solve the problems of my victimhood by getting things in my outer conditions to look nicer. I want to effort and struggle to make it look perfect instead of to see it as perfect now and then offer the vibration of that to bring in not what you think you lack, but the unimaginable. The rules of the game are this. You've come here to expand. You intended to expand in joy. Your birthright is absolute freedom and abundance. It's always been here. You are going to forget who you are and you're going to feel separate in that 
context, how high can you raise your perspective over the course of your life? A lot of people come in, sort of an easy life, maybe a little beep in perspective. Some people come in and they choose conditions and situations and emotional sensitivity and intellect, and it is crapshoot. They may never get up in perspective, but at least they put themselves in a position where if they could, if they had been able to push past the fear, they would have a massive leap in perspective. Well, those of you who have chosen to be highly emotional sensitive, chosen a certain intellect, chosen a certain trajectory, and found yourself here, you've done everything right. And you've had a massive shift of perspective just to get here, just to believe this. Now, what's possible for you? No one's experienced creations fully in love before. And that's what's unimaginable. This is why you're here, because you knew you'd have a shot at this. Now that you're here, well, you have been saddled with a lot of limiting beliefs because that was your trajectory. You come all from pretty deep unworthiness and victimhood. But to get here now, to think in a new way, to feel better, massive shift in perspective. You want to go a bit further? Don't play by the rules. The rules are not serving you. They're holding you. The belief that things work the way you think it works is not serving you. It's just limiting. This reality has no rules. It's limitless. You're a limitless creator in a limitless reality. The perception of this reality is all that matters. The perception of yourself within this reality is all that matters. When you can start to see things you didn't see before, because you were inspired to do things you would never have done before. Letting go of your need to protect yourself, your need to have a certain amount of money in the bank, a certain amount of credit score, a certain amount of status, a certain amount of friends, a certain amount of whatever it is. Where you are now is where you start now. What you think you want, think about that. It's generally what you think you lack. You think that if you had what you lacked, you'd feel good, but it's just more of the same thing, more of the projection of the victim mentality out on the conditions, trying to change the conditions to feel better. Now I'll start with just imagining that you're the creator of this reality and that you created a perfect reality for you and the parents you chose and the time and date of your birth and where you were born and the community and society and that you grew up in, all the people who were in your life all the experiences that molded you and shaped you, now you can look at them rationally. Why do you think I had that experience? Why do you think I interpreted it that way? What was the feeling I had at the time? Was it a real bad thing? Or was it a perfect thing because this, that, and the other thing happened along the way? When you look at it objectively without perceiving that something happened to you, you can change the way you see it. Change the way you see yourself. When you think of your future, most of you are thinking about your past. Well, that happened to me, and that happened to me, and I hope that doesn't happen again, and I need to protect myself, and I need to make sure that I have this, that, and the other thing going forward into the future because this thing might happen again. Yeah, 
if you didn't have the fullness of that experience, if you still need something from the experience, you can bet it's going to come again until you get it. As soon as you get it, you'll have another experience. As soon as you get that every experience is perfect, then you have nothing to fear about the future. We want you to understand one thing. Whatever you think about this life, you wanted to be here so much. You were so excited to be here. You didn't care if it was a minute or 150 years. You did not care. You couldn't wait to be here. Time does not work like you think it does. You'll be surprised when you get back to the non-physical. In this reality, you can go for it every minute of every day or not. That's up to you. You cannot make a mistake. You can't do anything wrong. But you're worried about repercussions of actions that you think will cause negative emotion. We say everything that you fear, if it comes to you, it is for you so much. So think about the thing you fear the most and say, bring it on. Because if that thing comes, it's going to be for your benefit. Think about all these things you fear. If they need not be in your experience, they cannot come. It's impossible. It's impossible. You cannot have that experience if you don't need the experience. So don't worry about it. Think about everything that you think could go wrong and say, if that went wrong, it'd be the best thing ever happened to me. You get into that mode of your business and that mode of being around others, they will either rise with you or they will flee like rats off a sinking ship. Either way is good. If they're not a vibrational match to this new idea of Emma and your business, they will flee, but others will be attracted at a higher level. Now you will have to be feeling worthy enough to attract these people at a much higher level. They're going to be excited and they're not going to sit by while you play the safe game. They are looking for the maverick. Be the maverick and all kinds of ideas that are not available to anyone else in the world will be your ideas. They will come to you because you will be the path of least resistance. Excellent question. Daryl. Hi, Joshua. You said before that the inside controls the outside surroundings. I believe it, but I'm having trouble operationalizing it. So true example, I'm skipping down the street, listening to Joshua's podcast, thinking we are all one, inside controls outside, everything is a reflection of you, everything's perfect. And then suddenly this homeless guy, pulling off his med, shouts in my face, graphic ways that he's going to kill me. I turn around, quickly skip the opposite direction and ask, okay, what, what is this angry homeless version of Daryl trying to show me? I realize that uh, by showing me what I don't want, it makes it really clear that what I do want. So I certainly appreciate not being homeless and not being off my meds. I mentally thank the homeless man for offering to kill me graphically and proceeds to skip down this current rabbit hole that I'm in, which is, I don't understand the construct of how you're inside controls your outside my inside was skipping along then the negative homeless dude popped up in front of me and now i would say displace the happy skippy daryl with fear right there it looked like proof that the surrounding outside controls how i feel inside when i asked we love your your speech here but we'll want to stop you just a bit 
to bring up the fact that your inside does not control your outside. Your inside creates your outside as the perfect reflection. Everything exists within. Emitted to the universe, the quantum realm, all crystallize to form matter that is the perfect reflection of your vibration in time. Your perspective is shifting upwards. As you shift your perspective upwards, you move from lower densities, which is thicker, slower, more fear, to higher, lighter, easier densities where you cannot hold on to limiting beliefs because the limiting beliefs are a lower vibration. In order to maintain a steady, nice, easy transition from one density to the next, you'll have to be shown where you think things are wrong or bad. If you say the homeless person is negative, you're making a judgment of it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're skipping along and happy and you're thinking you're going to control your reality to make it all sunshine and butterflies and rainbows, you do not want that because that's control. You want to only know where your lower vibrational spin cycles are. Happy, go lucky, easy, joyful Daryl has got little spinning limiting beliefs that will not allow you to rise to the next density until you process these things and let them soften. You will not be able to get to the next level. So what is the universe doing? The universe is perfectly reflecting your own limitations. You want to still control the outer reality by any means necessary. Now that you're aware that the outside is controlled by the inside, you're trying to control how you feel. I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. Oops. Here's something that I don't feel good about. It seems like the outside condition is making you feel bad. The outside condition is just showing you a judgment, showing you a limiting belief. That's all it's doing. You want to know. You do not want this happy, joyful, easy, it's a small world life. You want to know where you are so that you can elevate that perspective to the next notch and have a new experience of reality, which is the unimaginable. So what happened was you were set on vibrating at this light, lovely, relaxed, comfortable, enjoying the sunny day level. How long could you keep that going? Well, you could have got that going pretty well if you were just in your backyard. You could go in circles, skip it around your inflatable pool, having a grape soda and listening to very mild music on your radio. You could control your sunshiny reality, but you're not going to go anywhere because you want to come from a limited perspective to a higher perspective. You wanted to strike the match against that matchbox all the way up. So you, the true you, the intentions of you are to face everything you think is wrong. Now you're doing some good work and seeing it from a higher perspective. Thank you, homeless man, for living this experience that I think is bad and wrong. 
Oh, no. You think it's bad and wrong. You think that you would continue to have a happy day if this person wasn't there. But we promise you, if you were truly operating in a higher vibration, this person could not exist in your reality. You would not see them. They would be invisible to you. They could not see you. You would be invisible to them. But it has to be shown to you because you have a judgment. You want certain things to be a certain way so that you can feel good. Sure, everyone does. But you're in a master class here. Your desire is to lead by an example. Not the example of one who can erase out anything that looks bad, but one who can accept what's there. Oh, okay. My attention is drawn to something I do not like. I have two choices. I can erase the thing I don't like through control. In this case, controlling my interior won't work. Still control, still based in fear. Or I can look at this objectively and say, what about this situation, this person, this condition, this event is causing me to feel immense, intense fear? Fear is what you are feeling. Why? Because you have a limiting belief. This limiting belief was instilled within you as part of your trajectory. You picked it up along the way, something happened, whatever it was. You had some experience, you projected something onto it. And it resides within you, holding you down like ballast on a hot air balloon. You cannot happy it away. You have to look at the limiting belief. What is causing? Because if you didn't have this limiting belief, you could not see that homeless people. And if if you did, you would you would see it because you enjoy that for some reason, whatever it is. Now, you could talk yourself through it, and you can soften it and soften it and soften it and soften it and soften it. But it really has to do with your identity and how you view your outside world. You're trying to protect yourself from this thing and that thing and that thing and that, that, and that, and that, and a million other things. So it's still an essence because of the life that you've lived that you need to protect yourself and protect yourself and protect yourself. Well, you can't protect yourself because you are projecting it all. And it's always going to be shown to you. You can't control the inside. But you can only take what's coming to you when it comes to you in the quantity and quality of what's coming. How did you feel as this person screamed at you? You felt scared. He could have done something to you. You barely survived that incident. Now... The intensity of that emotion of fear is reflective in the intensity of that limiting belief. Could be a bank robber and you're in a bank. Could be something else that's happening, a drunken driver, whatever's happening. If you try to protect yourself from this, you're not doing anything to the limiting belief because you could protect yourself from it by never leaving your house, for instance. But inside of that, it would have to change because Your inner self will never let you rest while you're holding on to beliefs that are limiting you specifically. So when something's happened, you say, oh, there's a limiting belief. That's all that's happening. This is why I created this experience 
so that I can see this limiting belief. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to control my reality by hopping and skipping and dancing down the street. I'm not really doing the work. I'm not really trusting that this universe is supportive. I'm trying to protect myself. That's fine. Everyone's doing it. You're doing it much less than most people. You're doing fabulously. You're doing things that you would never do before. And you're getting shown things that you're ready to see now. That's all that's happening. Everything is working out perfectly. It's still a perfect reality because you want to know your limitations. How interesting would this reality be if you were allowed to sit there with all your limitations as a limitless being and they never get shown to you? You'd have no expansion. This would have no purpose. You would have gone to some other reality. But you specifically and the rest of you and those listening at a later date, this is not what other people are experiencing in this reality. You came here for something much more. To be the leading edge of the leading edge of thought, to be the example, to lead the mass consciousness into a new density, to be the explorers and the navigators and the thrill seekers, cutting down the bush, being the first to be there, and your reward is the unimaginable. And the connection that you get with others in your group. Do not discount that connection. It's easier to lean in with these people here. But your neighbors are there for you as well. And everyone you meet along the way is there for you as well. And the more that you can connect and connect, connect, not just with this group, but with everyone who's surrounding you all the time. There's nothing to be afraid of, but you are afraid. All of you are to some extent. There's no exception. And you will. Because as long as the illusion of separation exists, fear will exist as well. But the fear is irrational. Now, if this was a three-year-old little girl who said something to you, it would not have the impact. You wanted to create something that had impact. The most impact possible for the level of awareness that you wanted to pay attention to. That is evidence of a perfect, loving, supportive universe. That is it. Not this need to control things so you don't get shown your limiting beliefs. Wonderful question. Katie. Oh, hi. I have so many things to say. I am sick. And my car was parked and got totaled. And so now my insurance company is giving me some money for a new car. And I see the perfection in it all. And I... I'm actually grateful. I'm like, I created this sickness so that I could rest. And I created this car so I could get a new car. But then it's funny because I still feel a little bit of, oh, but how to get the new car? And what kind of car, like, what kind of car do I actually want to manifest? I don't even know. And so I don't even know what the question is. It's just a little bit of confusion around the specificity of the desires like and i know everything is perfect no it's an unimaginable life but like what does my imagination desire in this moment and i don't know like i don't know and now i'm excited even talking to you about it <laughs> excellent if you're to create box after box after box if you're say ooh i want to be the famous actor ooh i want to be the happy married wife Oh, I want to be mother. Oh, I want to be 
good looking and smart and have fun. Ooh, I You're reading my friends. mind. <laughs> all the little boxes. That's the imaginable life. You can imagine all those things. What would it be like to have a bunch of friends? What would it be like to be famous? What would it be like to be rich? What would it be like to have a fancy sports card that's red? And the more you're in that life, looking at the specifics, the less unimaginable your life can be. The more boring your life is going to be, especially for you, especially for those of you who are listening now. If you were thinking, I'm going to be happy if I had this car, this husband, this job, this amount of money in the bank account, this amount of friends, this amount of prestige, this amount of status, this amount of fame, never be enough. It'll never be enough. It's just a box. You didn't come here to jump into a box. You didn't come here to have an imagination, jump in a box. The more specific you are, the less un unimaginable your life can be. Guess what? Let it go. Don't even think about it. Do not think about it one moment. What kind of car are you going to get? Do not think about it. Because when it's time, you're going to look to the left and you're going to see something and you say, what is that? I don't know if I know what that car is. That's cute. I can see myself in that. Let's go take a look at that. Or somebody will say, hey, Katie, have you heard about this car? Or have you heard about no car at all? Have you heard about this bicycle? It's electric and going to whiz you all over the place. How about a motorcycle? I would never have a motorcycle. Why not? Because they're dangerous, I could die. Whatever it is. What if you got like a big tattoo instead of a car? There is nothing that you have to think about. Nothing you have to dream about. Nothing you have to desire. Nothing you have to do. Because you are being guided by your inner self. Now, if you can't hear your inner self, if you can say to us that you never receive inspiration when we know for sure that inspiration is your gift, why would you want to think of anything? You're just going to block your inspiration. You know what? I'm going to have the red Ferrari. That's what I'm going to have. Damn it. I'm going to have that red Ferrari. Well, then you just checked one box out of infinite unimaginable boxes that are not even known to you yet. And so when the inspiration comes, oh, no, it's not red. And it's not made in Italy and it's not $300,000. I don't want it. The thing that you want the most is not known to you. You cannot know what is going to surprise and delight you. You can only know what you're trying to control by manifesting what you think you want. And when you do that, and as you've done this before, it's never satisfying. You made a wonderful film. You had a brilliant idea. You had all your friends with you. You made it for pennies. But you're attached to an outcome. The outcome you think was going to get you what you wanted. It would have gotten you what you did not want. Thank God it didn't happen. Thank God possibly it was stolen from you. The best thing that ever happened to you. Because if you had gotten what you thought you wanted, you would not be here for sure. You would be just continuing on the inauthentic life that you have been living your entire life. You want to get to who Katie really is. Katie, the actor, is a chameleon, never playing herself, always playing someone else to get a role. I want to be your friend, so I got to play this. I want to be your lover, so I play this. I want to be your employee, so I play this role. 
I want to play your daughter. I play this role. Who knows who Katie is? When you look at the career of an actor and then you meet them in person, often they're quite different than what you thought they would be. This happens to be true of every single person on earth. When you really get to know someone, they are completely different than who you thought they were. You say, I never knew you were this amazing. I never knew you were this interesting. I never knew you were this funny. You want to be you and then see what happens. But of course, that's a very scary thing to do. Because what if you sell no tickets to you? <laughs> what if it's a box office flop? It can't be. Because you're just hiding who you are. Who Katie is, is probably one of the most profound, incredible, creative, delightful, spectacular, leading edge thinkers in the history of humanity. You're teed up to be who you are. So if you think you've got to be something, got to have something, got to do something specific, you're short-circuiting the whole thing. Relax. You will be inspired to act when the timing is perfect. Until then, just be you and have fun and not care. Because we promise you, there is not a moment that goes by that you're not receiving inspiration. There's also not a moment that goes by that you're not kicking some of it to the curb because it doesn't align with who you think you are and what you think you want. You don't know what you want. You can't imagine where you're going. And you have no idea how to get there. The only way you can get there, the only way is to understand the truth of who you are, discard this identity, and act on inspiration when it comes. If you would do that consistently, you would move to an unimaginable life where you can't imagine. But for someone like you who has been plotting and thinking and strategizing and wishing and hoping and lining things up and attached to outcomes and ideals by being not you. That's the puzzle. That's the paradox. That's what you came to discover. Flip it around. Nothing matters what Katie gets. Only thing matters is what she's inspired to do. This has been an amazing conversation with leading edge creators. We couldn't be more thrilled to be here on the most elevated vibration this planet has ever experienced before. Go out and enjoy this weekend because it will be unimaginable. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Have a wonderful Bye, weekend. All right. I really enjoyed that episode. There was a lot of great questions there. This idea of perfection. Joshua has been talking for a long time. They did not come in and say, well, you can think of yourself as less of a victim. They said, no, you are the creator. That's a radically different perspective. They didn't say some things are right. They said everything is right. Another radically different perspective. And when it comes to perfection, we all believe that we're imperfect and that our conditions are imperfect and other people and what's going on in the world is imperfect. But we have to understand that there is no imperfection anywhere in the system. And so we'll have to endeavor to see perfection as we do that. It helps us to reduce our limiting beliefs, to 
live this unimaginable life that they're talking about and have experiences that no other human has ever had before. Christy and I have been engaged in this for the last year or so. We did not know what to expect. We had no idea what was going to come. It just came, but it raised our perspective so much that we can see really that this reality is not what we think it is. It's so much more interesting. If you'd like to get onto this path of the unimaginable life, which we will um, have a podcast about this soon, and we're also going to have a, we're writing a new book called An Unimaginable Life as well. Then um, the best thing to do is start with courses. The first course to start with is the foundations course. It's a four-week course. There's calls and interaction and assignments and everything that Joshua and White Life bring together is all anchored in this emotional response that is key to understanding anything. Uh, experience teaches, words don't teach. It's great to listen to the podcast, but to really start living this authentic life that you intended to live, the way to start that is to jump into one of our courses. We have three courses that we'll be doing in the next few weeks. It's the foundations course, which is four weeks, the basic training course, which is five weeks, and the boot camp, which is eight weeks. If you're not sure which one, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send you all the information. We're going to have the mass meditation on September 9th. It's a brand new one, and Christy just finished recording it. It's channeled from the white light, and it is fantastic. We're going to do it together as a group. It's going to be really fun, and to get that, just send me the email. We'll put you on that list as well. Well, thanks again for being here. If you have any comments for me, please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll get right back to you. Also remember to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share with your friends, do all that wonderful stuff. We really appreciate you. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.